Welcome to the podcast. <laughs> I'm, it's the Big Red Zone. I'm your host, Big Red, and I just slammed you mean my injured arm. Big Red? <laughs> I'm going on the IR. I just Axel slammed. hit the volume up a little too much, and he reacted. And yeah, I slammed my arm off You're this case. Put this case here. I don't know what you're talking about. Never happened. Anyways, welcome to the Big Red Zone. As always, I'm Big Red. Here, I'm here with my good friend, James. Hello. Jimmy J. Hi. Johnson and Johnson. This two of me? Is that my, a fat joke? My friend, Baguette. <laughs> <laughs> and Jimothy. Right, that's a, that, welcome, that's a, that's welcome James. How are you today? Uh, doing well. Doing well. Doing all right. Good week. Good week. Yeah, yeah. Uh, better than what I just endured the last 30 seconds, banging my arm. Why would be a big baby? It's only case. I'm not a baby. <laughs> You're a tall baby. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. Um, so, uh, welcome back. Episode 8. Almost to 10. Almost That's double crazy. digits. We're getting there. Holy crap. Almost double digits. And 8 is a special episode because it was a huge week in the NFL. Uh, a lot more. of crazy games, uh, some upsets, some injuries, um, some undefeated season. Well, one undefeated season crushed, one lives on. Yeah. Um, but it was a very exciting time in the NFL. And um, also over the week, we had the World Series came to an end where yep. the Washington Nationals got their first uh, um, franchise World Series win. What a story. It was amazing. Wow. Um so we'll talk a little bit about that. And since it's the end of the season, uh, James and I decided to talk about um, like top free agents, which we'll get to. And also being, you know, talking about the Red Sox, which we haven't really got to talk about them much. Uh, but we'll yeah. talk about what they're going to be doing. What, uh, well, what we think they'll be focusing on uh, over the next few months in off season. Um, but without further ado, are you ready to get it? Get ready? Oh, yeah. Get going. Uh, it's time for weekend recap. Weekend recap. So our, for our first game, we decided to talk about the Steelers versus the Colts. Um, interesting game. Yeah, very interesting game. Steelers, I don't know. They're making a late se- uh, mid-season push. Uh, they get the big W. Um, huge miss yeah. at the end uh, for Adam Vinatieri yeah. that would have secured it for the Colts. Um, I don't know. It that, happens. It happens. You know. And, you know, Big story about this game um, was Jacoby Brissett hurt early in the early in the game. Yeah, uh, they're saying it's an it could be his MCL, uh, like a a um, strain or a you know something that isn't too serious. It should maybe we'll keep him out this week, uh, but it shouldn't be that much. But it will still be a little tender. Um, but that you know that was a big big blow for them going into this you know uh, if Brissett was healthy you know we all everyone would assume the Colts would win yeah because the Steelers have not done well and most of the teams that they beat are easy teams however um they still managed 26 to 24 and I know some people I I would hasten to kind of warn people there's a lot of people getting on the the Mason Rudolph train I've seen I'd say hold your horses um you know he's doing a okay job but doing decent but he's not he's not the future of the Steelers. Yeah. But he's doing his job. He's 26, 26 for 35, 191 yards. I mean, that's, you know, yeah. respectable. And my, my waiver but. pickup of the week, Jalen Samuels, had a big week. Yeah. Uh, didn't really do much rushing, but he had uh, led the uh, team in uh, yards and receptions. Yep. Uh, he had Decent a big, average. He had a pretty good game. Yeah. Uh, had a, he got me a lot of fantasy points this week. So uh, if you listen to me, you're welcome. Um. <laughs> Also, our man Brian Hoyer didn't do so bad yeah, as the backup yeah. for the Colts. You know, he, he had a decent game. Uh, Marlon yeah. Mack, I mean, it was a decent game all around. And, you know, the Colts got in position to win the game, and they just missed the field goal. And, you know, everyone's saying Adam and Terry, that was not Adam and Terry. You watch the replay. The yeah, laces is, are in. Yeah. That's awful. That's an awful hold. That, that, that's a bad setup, and yep. that that's what does it. Yeah. That happens. And the thing is, it's going to happen even with a legend like him. You're going to get a couple right. of bad ones here. And there's sometimes it's bad luck, sometimes whatever. But that being said, they are still paying good money for one of the greatest kickers ever that, you know, you would expect a little bit more. But yeah. it happens. But the Colts are now 5-3, and three, and, um, yeah. you know, that's a that's kind of a big loss for them. Um, but 
it's an even bigger win for the Steelers because it keeps yeah. them in the hunt. Um, that's that's the big news. That's big. Because b- before going into this, we all wrote the Steelers off. Yeah, and it's very it, hey, it's possible. I'm not saying they're going to win anything crazy, but it's possible. They can make a playoff push. So I think to quote a great movie, so you're saying there's a chance. <laughs> Even you're though telling me there's, there's a, a chance. chance. But no, they're, there they're not going to. But you, you know what I do? I, I will say I commend the Steelers for still trying and to really keep pushing forward without Big Ben. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because for what they have, they're doing pretty decently. Pretty good. I don't think yeah. anybody can knock them for that. Yeah. I have good things to say about them. Um, that's all I had for that th- game. Yeah, it's yeah, pretty... pretty uh, so... Big big loss for the uh, Colts, big win for the Steelers, and yeah. we, if Jacoby Brissett comes back, I think the Colts will be fine. They're still a contender. Um, they're, still a, they're still a playoff but... team, but um, definitely definitely hurts their chances. All right, up next we have Vikings, Chiefs. the Chiefs Vikings. Not to toot my own horn, two picks in a row, but yeah. the Chiefs, I believe, were my pick of the week that last yes. week. Yeah, and from two yeah. weeks ago. Yeah. They won by I three was points, laughed yeah. at, ridiculed for saying Easy. that the Chiefs had a chance that w- they would be fine with Matt Moore. Um, Matt Moore was who, awful. Who, 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 the sure. gentleman sitting to my 10 o'clock is... Excuse me? I did not ridicule or laugh. I just you, said I didn't see enough data to really support... You said Matt Moore was bad. Eh, I, I, I wouldn't say... You said they're not a playoff team, team yeah. not a top team without the Chiefs, and yeah. they are two and zero without not sorry without Mahomes. Mahomes. Yeah, and they are two and zero without Mahomes. Yeah, I didn't think he was that good. All I'm gonna say, he's, he, he's all doing I'm well gonna for them. say was they are they were four and three with Mahomes, yeah. two and zero without him. Don't need him. Yeah. I'm just kidding. You do. I, I'm gonna say, Mahomes say, what are you doing? No, no, the, the reason they got this is because look the the. <sighs> To be honest with you, the Vikings couldn't stop the running game. David Moyes, 125 yards. I'm just saying. Matt Moore yeah. balled. He did well. He had over 275 yards, almost 300 yeah. yards. He had a touchdown. Yeah, he did well. Great yeah. running game. Damian yeah. Williams had a great game. Yeah. Balled. Matt Moore. Yeah, they did well. Now, if now I'm on a roll, so I'm going to keep it going. And yeah. not to say, by the way, Kirk Cousins did have a pretty decent game yeah. as well. Uh, the Vikings... Um, You'd almost expect more with the talent he has, though. I'm just saying. Well, they have a pretty talented team. Well, uh, to be fair, and this killed me in a league, in two leagues, in fact, my man um, Adam Thielen played a drive, and that was it because of his hamstring issue. Yep. Um, You know, they're kind of banged up. But defensively, you know, you got to kind of tighten the screws up a little bit. But my point is uh, I'm I'm batting – uh, two and zero with Matt Moore, so I'm gonna yeah. have a like a little t- moment with the Chiefs organization right now. That's all right. If you are listening right now, which I know you aren't, listen to me. Do not play Patrick Mahomes next week. I I I have to agree with you. I wouldn't Do play not, him until the Patriots game. They are saying he's probably gonna be back. Do not play him. These were the two games that you probably were gonna lose, and you won. Yeah. Uh, uh, no, they lost last week, right? They beat they got no, they lost last week. Excuse me, sorry, yeah, they lost the Packers, they, but they, they beat, beat the Vikings, Vikings. and they but they and were competitive. Every other the game Vi- past this, it's basically a guarantee. They're easy wins, do not, no. not easy wins, but no win is easy. But they're playing significantly worse teams. Stick with Matt Moore. Yeah, let him get let Patrick Mahomes come back a hundred percent healthy. Yeah, he's your franchise guy. He's an NFL. Uh, he's going to be the face of the NFL for the next ten years. Let him get healthy. Please do not rush him back and play Matt Moore. He's doing fine. Yeah. Sorry, Matt Moore is not two and zero. He's one and one. So I got a little but, excited. But but he was right in that game with the Packers. He had a great game. Yeah. I get, I, I, I admit I, I was wrong on that one. But sorry, I got excited. The point is, I I wasn't coming down too hard on you because I will admit he's doing well. Yeah. He's doing what he's supposed to do. I will say I have to agree with you 100 percent with the Chiefs that you know I would not rush Patrick Mahomes back in yet. Yeah. I would not at all. It's simply not needed at this point. You need to save him because here's the problem. What's the point of making it a postseason if Mahomes is injured again? Right. Because let's be honest with you. They don't have enough of a defense to just nope. be able to rely strictly on at this point with more. Right. If Mahomes is out, then it oh. just becomes a shooting match. And the problem right. is you're going to lose to even some 
other teams that you really Ravens shouldn't. Ravens beat them easily. Uh, the Ravens will smoke them if they don't yeah. have Mahomes. Patrick, uh, the Patriots will beat them. I think yeah, the Texans will beat them. If they get a few issues if Yeah, addressed. I know. We'll yeah. get to that in yeah, a but, little bit. But, odds yeah. are I bet on them, yeah. But my my takeaways from this, uh, Vikings are still in a good spot. Yeah. Um, Kansas City Chiefs are in a great spot, but they I would not play Mahomes the next three weeks. I would let even I, I don't unless you lose the next two weeks and you're kind of if hurting. you lose one game, yeah. If you lose one of the games that you said you would win, you know what? Like if they lose start against the consider. Titans or something like yeah. that, you know what? Start to consider playing him. Play Mahomes, but, but no, you should I, be fine. I would I would listen to me, Andy Reid. <laughs> um, next game, I think I think, I think uh, we're good with that one. We can move on. Yeah, to the we Pats can move game. on. You want to talk about the Pats game? Oh, I I I don't want to talk about it, but I do want to talk about it. Patriots lose their undefeated <sighs> record, fall to eight and one. Uh, while the Ravens go to six and yeah. two, uh, so what I would say is thirty-seven twenty. It was go ahead, James. Well, there's a lot of things to consider here. One, I would not be panicking that much if you're a Patriots fan. You know, the Ravens have the exact kind of offense that right now the Patriots do not have an answer for, and I remember talking about it. I was afraid that the the Ravens were just going to force that rush over and over and over again, and that's what they did. They stuffed it down the throat. There was nothing the Patriots could do. The biggest problem that happened here, there's two big issues. One, Patriots making careless errors and mistakes that really cost a lot in penalties. And two, really once we lost our first offensive drive, there was a complete momentum change because the Ravens came out strong. They came out smart. And the Patriots just kind of, they did not look like a proper Patriots team when it comes to their just lack of really efficiency and their lack of knowing what's going on. And they made some careless errors. So... That's something with the Patriots that's been something over the years is when they make those careless errors and mistakes, for some reason, things become unraveled and they just can't get it bottled back up. I, I don't understand it. They were making stupid errors. It was very uncharacteristic <sighs> no. of the Patriots, um, a Patriots-Bill Belichick-run team. They made yeah. a ton, they had, I think, seven flags. Seven uh, for like 42 yards. And it was a big – the first one was huge when it came in the red zone, yeah. first drive for the Ravens. They, you know, I think they had an encroachment call or something like that uh, on the kick yeah. that gave them a first down, and they ended up scoring a touchdown. So they give up seven as opposed yeah. to three. Um, there was a couple other drives mm-hmm. where on third down they have a penalty and they give them the first down easy. It's like, what are you doing? It's just it's uncharacteristic of a team. Now, the turning point in this game, I thought, because they made a run at the end of the half, and I was like, okay, we're good. We were down three going into halftime. We yeah. had the ball. And I was like, all right, this is it. This is the drive. We yeah. get the ball at half. We're going to put it, you know, the typical team. We're going to go tie it up at the very least. Exactly. The turning point in that game was the Julian Edelman fumble. Yeah. And I hate jumping on him because he's by himself. And I'm, even though Mohamed Sanu had a great game, James White had a good game catching too. Yeah. Julian's been having to take the weight of this offense with Tom all year. Yeah, and he made a big mistake, and that was the turning point in the game. All the momentum that they built up through the second quarter and the beginning of the third gone. quarter, gone. The wind was out of the sails. They come down, march down, score. Now you're down ten or whatever. It was either ten or yeah, for something like that. Yeah, the, um, they, yeah, it was twenty to thirty for a while there, and then they got something the like seven. that. It was just, it was just all momentum was lost, and uh, they couldn't get a stop. Defense couldn't get a stop. No, and. I heard rumors, like, watching the game, and you could kind of see it, uh, Bill was throwing a bunch of different looks at the Ravens. Yeah. And a theory is he's trying to get tape on... For postseason. For postseason, next time you play them, to see how you could beat them, which I guess is... is very Belichick-like, because this loss doesn't really technically affect that much your postseason... It could hurt your bye. If you lose another game and you have the same... And the uh, Ravens went out, and you have the same record as the Ravens, they yeah. win, get the number one seed. Now you're playing in Baltimore for the yeah. AFC Championship. You make it that That far. is true. So, but but in the grand scheme of things, they did get tape. And to be fair, like I heard, and I think maybe in some cases, you can look at the tape and it's like, there may not be a stop for Lamar Jackson. Well, it may just be he's too fast for your lineman. Or, you know what I mean? I, well, Every team the Patriots have faced this year pretty much has all been about the passing game. And the, the, the Ravens are pretty much the exact opposite. They're a running team. That They're a running team, and the problem is if you don't have players dedicated to stop that running team, 
you know, Patriots, great secondary. You know, it's really hard to pass against them. Great play calling, great everything, but they don't have an answer for the run. And the part that got me was Belichick did try to throw a bunch of stuff at the wall, but it yeah. seems like they were not actively on defense trying to put enough pressure on Lamar Jackson. They had a few blitzes, but not as many as I would have thought. But I, again, the problem is they're also working kind of limited on that because that's not where the Patriots have their strength because most teams in this league are not rushing teams, so why would you invest in that rather than the passing game? So I understand it. I get it. It's it's a smarter call. See, I but. disagree. I think that they put pressure, but I think he's too fast. And Lamar Jackson is just a smart guy. He, yeah. a lot of his, a lot of the offenses run through him. The offenses run through him. They have so many option plays where he's making a decision if it's going to be a run or a pass. Or he's going to be the, make the decision if he's going to take off. So if yeah. you watch a lot of those plays, they're putting pressure. But he's hit, the ball is halfway into the, the running back. The running back's yeah, already taken yeah. three steps. He pulls it away and follows that guard and gets like 20 yards. It's just like he's... They did a, run very confusing plays to see what was actually going on. He's a that great athlete. And there's not much you're going to do about that. But you got to, like I said before the, the week, I said, you know, if I was coaching against him... I'd make him beat us throwing the ball. And I think that's maybe how you beat him. Then Mark Ingram had a great game. So what are you going to he, – he had over 100 yards yeah. rushing. He had the fumble, but which gave us some momentum. But he, he, he had a great game. Mm-hmm. It's just – it's. it seems like our defense did what they could with the limited information. I they got to get the, stops. The, big, the bigger problem is with that game, the, the defense did what they could, but the bigger problem is the offense not being dynamic. This is the second half of the discussion, Yeah, which is we do not have any sort of competitive running game. Antonio Brown, that is what you need. Go get Antonio Brown. Enough's enough. You missed out on the deadline. You didn't go get a tight end. You stuck with Ben Watt, yeah. old man Watson. You uh, have Mohamed Sanu, who did had a – that was a bright spot of the game. He yeah. had a great game. He had he, some really good plays. Like, he, he earned he's up the there res- with Edelman. Yeah. He, he performed as he, well as Edelman. He earned the trust of Brady, which is great. Mm-hmm. Julian Edelman had the one fumble, but other than that, he was doing pretty well. And to be fair, don't be too hard on Edelman. He very rarely makes he, he errors. Does, so yeah, you know what? It's, it's fine. It happens every once in a while. But with being great, you expect them to not make errors, which is unfair, yep. but it's he's got to make – he's got to be – you know. But close that wasn't the game-deciding error, I would say. That was the game. That was the turning point in the game. It, it, it was well. You had all the momentum on your side. It was the start of the half. You were about to put points on the board, and he fumbles the yeah, ball. Yeah, but what what I'm saying is, I would say the the defense and they go up by it, make fault. it a two possession game. The defense yeah. is. I'm. I put most of the blame of this game on the defense. Your offense got you 20 points, which. To be fair, you need to, I mean, in this game, it's Against probably... the Ravens' defense, that's not great. There's quite a few teams that can put up 20 points against the Ravens' defense, so... I think, I you think know, they have a pretty good defense. You don't think they have that good of a defense? They, I think they have a decent they, defense. Yeah, that, but, yeah, but what I'm saying is there's, there's like a handful of teams... There's probably eight teams I can think of that can put 20 points on them without too much craziness. And Now, to be fair, I know the Patriots still do not have a lot of depth. And their passing game, they don't have a running game. They so. have no passing game. Sony Michelle, so. I think, got lost on the way to the field at halftime because I didn't see him at all in the second half. And part they of that was because they part of that was because they were down and they had to throw. I get that. Yeah. Uh, and they have one of the best run defenses, which I get. But you still gotta, you can't be one dimensional with this offense. No. You, you have you don't have enough weapons. If you had Antonio Brown, you have Edelman and um, Sanu, and you have. You know, James White out of the backfield, and you have, you know, at least a capable tight end. You can at least, you can at least kind of, you can kind of lie heavy on the passing game because Tom's yeah. going to make good throws. Um, but it's just, you got to, you got to kind of try the running game. I, I like they tried in the beginning and that was it, which maybe that's, they're not trying to show anything. I don't know if Bill really cared about this game, to be honest with you. I don't, I think he didn't coach the way. He would in a game like yeah. a regular game, and it was just it was just strange. And it's I I don't know what it was because I think this is a big game. I'm not I don't think you know that the Patriots have done this before though, where they've said you know what we can afford to lose this game to win another one. Yeah, I they've don't, done that before. I don't think they went in saying that they're gonna lose like trying to lose a game. No, but I think they went in saying you know we're gonna try this, and if this doesn't work, we'll try a couple of things, and if it doesn't work, oh well, we will get the information we need. 
Yeah, but then I the don't problem know. is you are playing the game of will the Ravens change things or not? Yeah, like, I don't that, know. That, that, I don't like that, but it's possible. I'm saying I, it's yeah, possible. But I'm, I, yeah, the defense was just horrible. They made too many mistakes. Mental mistakes, not even like letting uh, people penalties. go. Penalties, especially was huge. Uh, who was it that had the face mask hold? Um, oh, um, um, yeah, he should know, but that that one that really was brutal. Got me. Uh, let me go find you. Uh, I don't remember who it was. It was a bru- uh, Yeah, it, I mean, it, it wasn't just one play. It was like a bunch of. Uh, was it little... McCordy? It was uh, Dev, uh, not Devin. Jason had a penalty, or was it? It was Jason McCourty. Jason McCourty had. A or was penalty. it Gil- Gilmore? No, Jason McCourty. Okay. It was brutal. It was just like the defense was just bad. And they should know better. So yeah, it was an off week. Whatever. What are you gonna do? We'll we'll know next week whether whether this is because they they have to the buy this. They week. They have to the so. buy this week. Yeah, so they next can week. regroup and then, but they got a tough schedule. They're going against the Eagles, Cowboys. Yeah. Chiefs, down uh, Chiefs. The road. I think the Texans are throwing yeah, in there. Yeah, the Texans. So they got a tough th- th- this is, stretch. This is going to be their time to prove it the next few weeks. Yeah. Thankfully, they got a bye from this one, and yeah. maybe that's the reason why it kind of factored in because they had a bye afterwards. So what the hell? Maybe don't go too crazy. That way, can come in fresh off the bye. Anything's possible, but so hopefully, I would just say to to Patriots fans, don't panic. I wouldn't do anything crazy. I see a lot of people jumping ship or a lot of people panicking. Eh, relax. Hell, the Packers lost. So the fact that the Patriots lost to the Ravens. Is yeah, that's an deal. honorable mention for uh, game of the week. Uh, James sadly uh, lost in our survivor pool this week. I know. Cue the sad tap music. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm just so I'm so disappointed. It, that Aaron all, all, all I'm just gonna say, 49 yards in the first half, Aaron Rodgers. What are you doing? Ugh. I'm 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 going to be salty Rogers. about that for weeks. Let's kill me. Anyways, but yeah, so I think that's that's, that's pretty, that's much, pretty it. much it. Yeah, it was a big week. Ravens. There was a lot of great games. We there was a talk lot of about. upsets. There were a lot of crazy. Um, but those are our three honorable mention with the Packers. Uh, so that pretty much wraps up that. I think we're ready for our next segment. Oh, ready for picks of the week? Fan favorite picks of the week. This is our picks of the week. So for our picks of the week, uh, I'm going with, and I'm on a roll. So I decided to feel a little gutsy, pick a good game. I'm going the Seahawks this week. Seahawks over the 49ers? Over the 49ers. 49ers season is, undefeated season is done. Oh, that's a Monday game too. Monday night game. It's going to be a good game. Um, We're going to see Russell Wilson, Chris Carson, Tyler Lockett. All these, this great offense is going to beat up on the 49ers defense. I think they're going to win. I think you're wrong, but we'll find out. All right, let's hear your easy pick of the week. I mean, pick of the week. Well, 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 easy. So, yeah, I'm a little salty after losing that uh, Packers and uh, Chargers game. So I'm going to go probably the most obvious pick with the Ravens over the Bengals and just, boo, oh, boo. shut it, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Boo-hoo-hoo. Can we play back the tape from week two or week what? one when James made fun of me for taking easy picks? Oh, my and God. And he was saying, wow. Yeah, oh really? No. Really? Yeah, uh... I took an easy pick and still lost. I want to tell you. <laughs> what am I supposed to be? Patriots on the bye week? Say they'll get a bye? That's it? <laughs> Jesus. But no, pick Ravens over Bengals. Um. If 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 you want a hot take, you could pick the the Panthers over the Packers and go crazy, but I would not support that. But if that's a hot take no. you want, I'd pick the Panthers over the Packers just to, just because. No, I want you to, whatever one you want to go with. No, no, no. no well, I I already said. What are you going with Ravens? Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hopefully, you get back on the board, James. We'll find out. We'll find I'm out. nervous to pick the Ravens in the survivor pool now because you're on a terrible losing streak. I'm not trying to. Lose Thanks. this week. I appreciate it. I'm so glad. Are you setting me up to be replaced or something? Or are we just gonna... <laughs> well, I got to go make a noose or something? Jesus. <laughs> All right. Oh, um, Thank you for that. Appreciate it. Appreciate it, bud. Next, uh, waiver pickup of the week. <laughs> uh, let's move on. 
Quickly, uh, James, how you give us your waiver pickup of the week? Uh, I'm going to go with Devontae Parker, wide receiver. I seem excited Dolphins. about that one. Uh, there's just, not, man, there's not a lot to pick at this point. It's hard to find players that are worth it that are below the 50% roster mark, give or take. Yeah. But anybody you pick is going to be yeah, kind of a risk. But at least he has decent stats. Bye week. So, yeah. He has had a touchdown uh, in most in, games. I think four of the last five. Yeah, so, he, he's, so, you know. He's becoming a lead target for them, and Fitzpatrick is doing pretty well. Um, I, well, he's doing pretty well considering he's—I mean—he just got their first win of the season uh, uh, against do, do the you, Jets. Do you call it a win, though? I mean, that's kind of a, a win's a win. Uh, you know, you beat the Ghosts on Halloween. Who knew? Take a but. win. <laughs> By the way, did you see that black cat on Monday Night Football? Yeah, dude. People have already made a—they um, they, they put him on the NFL spreadsheet and gave him like stats and everything. Let me tell you something right now. Yeah. Yeah. Now I may make a few people upset. I'm not. Oh boy. I'm not a big cat person. How dare you? This thing, and I, I'm working on it. You know, um, I'm working on it. Working on my cat issues, but I. This made me not like cats more because. What did he do to you? Because before, up until that point, I was playing in fantasy football. A kid oh had Dak, Lord. Zeke, Amari Cooper in the Cowboys defense. And up until that point, I was winning, still winning, by over 20, 30 points. I think 30 points. And, after, and the Cowboys were awful. They were awful through the first, like, half or so. And after that happened, they just started coming out of nowhere. They got a cheap touchdown down the side, a couple freak third, down, third and long plays for touchdowns. Yeah. They had a couple big sacks, an INT. It was just, it was just like... It was it was ridiculous. So don't blame the cat. I blame the cat. No, don't blame the they cat. They jinxed me, and that is oh my, my problem. Oh my god, you so superstitious it, person. So That's... I, hey, the numbers uh. don't lie. Before cat, I was winning. <laughs> After cat, I lost. I'm I'm just gonna quote you with hashtag blame the cat. That, blame gonna... the cat. That's your thing, I guess. So so who are you picking? Then? My who waiver you... pickup is. Ronald Jones of Tampa Bay, the running back yeah. from Tampa Bay. He is uh, only rostered in 38.1% of leagues. And um, they came out, to, uh, not today, uh, yesterday or the day before, and they said, head coach said, he's the lead back now. He's earned his yeah. spot to be the lead back. He's going to get more carries. He's going to get more opportunities to put up points. So uh, if yeah. he's available in your league, I would definitely pick him up, put him on your bench. He's a good uh, bye week. Filler. Yeah, yeah. And who knows? He could be a starter. I don't know. But he's definitely worth picking up if he's going to get the reps. If you have the space and you want to take a chance, he could. You never know. Definitely, definitely a good call picking him up. Absolutely. So I think that's about all we have time for for NFL. Yeah. So we're going to move on to the next half of our show, which is going to be all about MLB. Now, big, as we said, big win by the big win. Nationals. Probably one of my favorite World Series. One to be of honest the best with. World Series that, that, I've that's seen. That's a great story. I'm it just was saying, coming great... from a wild card, man. Woo! They and they were, I think, eight games out at one point yeah. of playoffs, and it just, it was just a great, great series. Well, Seven games, back and forth. Um, it was great. I, I, a little I, disappointing if you're an Astros fan, but definitely. But you know what? How can you not love a story like that? Where... Every road team. This is a stat I love. The road team won in every single game, which is basically unheard of. That is ridiculous. I don't think that. I think that someone was saying it's like the first time in ever, or, or first time since you know a long time. It, it essentially never happens. It never happens. But I, I was excited. I I really enjoyed it. It was a great series, and I'm happy for the Nationals. You know. Astros tough loss and on top of that I think they not only lost the World Series but they lost their ace Garrett Cole there was a report after um the night after you know they have um you know they have players talk to like the press or they talk to their foundation like their team foundations or whatever and they ask Garrett Cole to do a press conference or say answer some questions or whatever and Garrett Cole said, I'm no longer an employee of the Houston Astros because mm-hmm. he is a free agent this year. Mm-hmm. So not a good sign for the Houston Astros. Well, he's either playing for more money 
out of them, or he doesn't want to make them seem like a sure thing. He wants them to pay for him, you know? Yeah. He wants the money. I think I think he's gone. I and our next segment of the show we're gonna talk about free agents. And oh, I yeah. think I have an idea of where he's going. But Ooh. um because we'll we're gonna talk yeah, about yeah, some yeah. free agents and you wanna get right into that actually? I'm, well, yeah, I, th- I think we got, we're pretty much done with the World Series. Yeah, I, I mean, I could, we could talk all about it, know. and it was a long week. It was like a week ago. Yeah. Uh, so probably already heard of that now, but it was a great series. I, I have nothing but good things to say. I'm happy for the Nationals. That one's going to be used. That's going to be put in, like, a lot of basically top 10 World Series videos and stuff like that and all the other things. That's going to be on the list. Definitely. It's really good. Definitely. I love those kind of stories. But all right, so so we really we were kind of talking about hey you know we're gonna each pick you know a handful of probably the top free agents to talk about you know where they're probably gonna go what maybe their value is what what they're kind of gonna do for the MLB so um let's get right into it we already talked about Cole you want to start with Garrett yeah, Cole yeah might as well so Garrett Cole yeah. is probably the best free agent available going yeah. into free agency uh he's a stud uh great pitcher. He pitched really His well. Stats don't lie. Yeah, His stats he's just—he's one of the top pitchers in the league, if not the top. Oh, yeah. Um, he's going to command a lot of money. But the question is, how much? I think That's... he could be the highest paid. Everyone's about well, like becoming the highest. Well, David paid Price's pitch. two hundred seventeen million dollar contract is he's kind of the be benchmark. More than that. That way well, well, more than that. The, the the question becomes, you know, how much and where are they going to look at? Because you know he's twenty nine, so he's got probably you know. See, usually for around that age, you get what five to seven year contracts, depending. See, even then, so, like it's last year, we yeah. have seen these fourteen year contracts, which I don't agree with. Like Bryce Harper got the fourteen year that, deal at like that's 37. a major commitment as a player because you're going to go through a lot of management. Not even as a player, as a as a management group. Well, yeah, yeah, both sides are making a massive commitment. You're paying for this guy who's going to be like fifty, yeah, and paying him like huge amounts of money. It's like it's it's ridiculous, but maybe Garrett Cole. I'm thinking Garrett Cole will be around the eight to ten year range. He would sign a ten. Wow, eight to ten year range with like an option. No, after eight maybe. I don't know. I I that's one thing in baseball that I've never. I know it's a more recent thing, the longer term contracts, but like man, that just you're really you're so invested in the team, not screwing up. There's so many things you have no control over. That's a lot of trust. I well, that's a he's lot gonna of get trust his money. Team. He's gonna get his money. He's gonna yeah. get a huge contract. But it is a ton of money. He's gonna get a ton of money. He's. I'm guessing around lot, the eight, eight to ten. Because a lot of range. projections say you know eight years, two hundred fifty mil. Yeah. What, what a lot. What was what he was talking about? Which, eh, I'd put him around there. I think that's that, a safe that's number. That's still insane. But I think I he's gonna it. get I it. I get it. And I think he deserves right. it. He's the top. He's the best pitcher in the league. He was the best pitcher in the league. I so, think. so I guess the question then becomes, where where is he going to go? He's going to go to a high market team, I think. He, like he, he's not going to go with the A's. He's not going to go because I like I had money. my my two ones I was talking about were probably Angels Yankees. Well, my pick was the Yankees. Oh, okay. They, so you they, and I are both in the same. They yeah. the Yankees found out they got the offense. They don't have the p- starting pitching. No. So they, they need to get starting pitching. What's the Yankees' motto? Go buy. So they're going to yeah. go buy. <laughs> The best pitcher yeah. available, starting pitcher available. So they're gonna go. They're gonna probably. They're gonna have to make some cuts in their oh, yeah. uh, roster. They're gonna. I don't think they have some, the cap. They don't. I don't though, think they so. have the room. So they're gonna get rid of some guys, but I think yeah. they're gonna try to add Garrett Cole. And with and Garrett to Cole, be fair, they were already a World Series contender with him added on. I mean, that's that. That's, that's a, a great pretty team. sure lineup for yep. next year, for next season. That that's scary. That's, that, that's the only reason why I almost don't want them to pick him up. Yeah. What was the other team you had? Um, I know the, the Angels were considered in that as well. Um, I, I had the room. Yankees underlined as more of a probable. Yeah. But I wouldn't mind the Angels getting it because at least then they would have. I would like to see them as a. Yeah, they don't really have much team, but, going on. But they have, they, have, they have more than the cap for them. They got Trout and. You yeah, know, they got a couple. Trout's the main piece. But Trout and Garrett Cole, that would be a nice little. The, they, they would have potential. Step. A little two step. But I, I just don't like any one team getting stacked, and it seems like if, if the Yankees get them, yeah, they're, they're gonna be relatively stacked. Well, that's the thing with baseball; but, it's an unfair game. It's yeah, whoever has the most money, money. gets the yeah. players. Um, that would be kind of cool. They just got uh, Madden back in L.A., so that would be um, cool to add Garrett Cole to. I kind of like that, but, but I that, think he's going to the Yankees. Uh, you're probably right because I have a lot of with model mine. I have two picks. I have one pick that's like where I would like him to go, and the other one which is the probable. Fair enough. Fair you enough. Know? 
Um, so I guess we're gonna move on to Anthony Rendon. 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 He was a big, I, I big, big uh, player for the uh, yeah. Nationals in the World Series. Um, yeah. great. He had a great series. Yeah. Big, big home run. Um, down the stretch, and I think he's staying. To be honest with you. Well, that's, I think he's going to stay with the from Nationals. From what I heard, it was either Nationals or maybe the Braves or another option that Braves, was discussed. Braves are going to be an uh, interesting team because I think they're going to go after some uh, big names, whether that be through free them. agency or are perhaps a, our right fielder, Mookie Betts. Yeah. But he's he's um, commanding a pretty steep yeah. price, which I, I understand with Cole why he's charging what yeah. he is. However, with this guy... um. He's, he's coming off a great World Series. Man. He's coming off a great season. Um, I mean, he did have 34 home runs in 2019, yeah. so, I mean, that's... That's huge. That's... Yeah. Um, I think he, he, could, he could command a good... Have a good market for him. Yep. And they, the Nationals did offer a seven-year contract, so with 210, 215 mil with deferrals, so, you know, it, it's possible. And he's 29 years old, so he's still got some years on. Yeah, he's, he's still, still got. He's still got. You know, as long as he's younger than 35, you know, yeah, kind of thing. He's got I think the, the I think he's a good pickup. I think the Nationals are going to hold on to him, though. I think he stays. He maybe takes a little bit of a cut, but at, not by much. They don't take cuts nowadays. No, but I think he stays. I I, I like to put Pro- him in. probable. That's who I have. I said the probable he stays with the Nationals, but I'd like him to move to the Braves. Yeah. Because I I don't know with MLB I'd like more teams to be competitive, yeah. but that that's my theme for well, the Braves are competitive. They just were fell a little short and yeah. uh, they were World Series favorites. I believe yeah. you had them I, to oh, win the World yeah, Series. Yeah, that was kind of a I would have liked to see them in the World Series, but we all knew the Astros were the obvious yeah one to make it, but not to lose it though. But hey, so now I guess um between that we're moving on to uh, Strasburg. Stefan Strasburg, Steven Strasburg. He's, Steven. Uh, I I believe he's staying. Um, now I've heard some people say that they don't think he's staying, but I just where would he go? I don't know. I I see. I'm on the opinion he's staying. I think he's staying with the Nationals. He's a yeah. he's a Nationals boy. He was drafted. Yeah. He's a World Series MVP, and the world. Uh, as the Red Sox know, you normally you sign your World Series MVP for better or for worse. Yeah. Um, I, I just think he stays, he's, you know, he's been in the system his whole career and he's kind of on the older side. So you'll be able not That's to, the problem. you won't sign him for like huge, huge money, No, but he'll get a, he'll get a really nice contract, but, um, yeah, but he is older that that does play into, that, yeah. that's a big factor, but he, he's still going, he's one of the best, he was world series MVP and he's going to yeah. command a nice paycheck. So. The so Nationals saying, got some work to do financially. They got to move. They got to figure out the their thing. funds. Uh, but I think when push comes to so- shove, they're going to try to keep Strasburg. I'm not surprised. I, I had something quite similar. Uh, the only thing is I was actually hoping that a team like maybe the Dodgers would pick him up. But I also had the Yanks on there as a list, and I had a couple other teams on a list as well. Yankees could be a list. with him, there's a lot of teams that he's within a low enough budget where – there were like a solid handful of teams that could theoretically, but he's still expensive as hell. Don't get me well, wrong. Let but, me put it this way. Yeah. If the Yankees miss out on Cole Strasburg, well, Strasburg is the second, top yeah. of the list because they want to yeah. get a top starting pitcher. So, uh, that's a possibility. That makes sense. Uh, yeah. So I, but I believe Strasburg stays. Yeah. Okay. I'm with you on that. So what's, uh, I think it's our last one. Uh, Wheeler. Is this our last one? Yeah. Last one. Wheeler. What do you got for me on Wheeler? Well, he's looking for five years, about $100 million is what he's looking for. Um, I had a, Now, I didn't know as much on the back end in terms of the exact of what he was looking for. From what I've heard, it was probably the Phillies. However, I'll be honest with you, I wouldn't mind the Red Sox picking him up, depending. Yeah. But the, the th- he's 29 years old, so he's good age, you know. You're basically getting. I'm not. He's not as good as Cole, obviously, but you're talking about near that potential, with not nearly the price tag. You're talking about less than half. So there is potential there. You, 
there's a lot you can work with, and especially for a team like the Red Sox, he could do a lot for them. The question becomes, I am not currently up to date with how much the Red Sox have available in cap or funds, but you know, if they have that $100 million ish with a five-year, seven-year contract, if that's, yeah. that's an available thing, they need to do something about their their bullpen and all that and their, yeah. their pitching. But that that's that that's a topic I'll get into later. Yeah, we're gonna talk but about the Red Sox. From what after. I heard that the more likely option is the Phillies. But I want the Red Sox to yeah. pick them up if they can. I mean it would be nice for the Red Sox to pick them up, but they're already dealing with a lot of financial problems as it is, that's fitting the under the cap. Well that's uh, that's the whole Mookie thing we'll get into later. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. That's that's my my second half of that. And you got a lot of young guys like Mookie and uh, Benintendi and Yep. Devers and all these guys that you got to decide: Are you going to pay or are you going to let them walk, or yeah. trade them? I would prefer to trade the, these guys. Yeah, but they got to make this decision, and um, right now it's it's hard. And but a guy like Zach Wheeler definitely helps your rotation. Absolutely, just, especially you don't know what kind of deal you can get on him too. Right. It all depends. I don't know. I, I, I don't think they have a chance at him. To be honest with you, with their way their money is going right now, their That's financial the system thing. is going on. Um, they got bigger fish to fry within the organization. They want to get under true. the cap, and signing Zach Wheeler does not help that goal no. as an organization. So I'd say no. Um, Zach Wheeler, another guy that could be a Yankees. Guy, I, the Yankees could go yeah. after him. Another, they also another person team he could go to is the Astros. You know, they the, lose well, a guy like well, Cole. That's, that's something else I have. Yeah, they look to pick up another starter to fill his spot. They pick up Wheeler for less than half the price. Right. So I think that's a yeah. I think that's a more likely situation. But of course, yeah. I'd like to see the Red Sox pick up Wheeler, but I, it's not going to happen. They, my they my bet that. it's going to be, um, it's going to be the Astros. If and it, I think it's. I think it's a vice versa thing. If Cole yeah. leaves the Astros picking and up goes to the Yankees, I think he's or anywhere yeah. they're going to pick up Wheeler. And if the Yankees miss on Cole, they're either going to go after they're either going to sign Wheeler or Strasburg. Right. And I don't think Strasburg's leaving, so I think Wheeler is the more obvious choice. And I think he fits in with their money better. Yeah. Um, cheaper wise. So I don't know. It'll be interesting to see where he goes, but. Red Sox definitely need to solve their starting pit rotation and bullpen yeah, problem. They, Pitching they, uh, in general. Just yeah, that's their big. Which I do it. I think that's kind of tying us into our yeah, next that, subject, next segue, yeah. which is our Red Sox offseason checklist. Uh we're going to start with number 1, which is our most recent news, yeah. which kind of sets up kind of sets the tone for the offseason and kind of shows us where we need to where the Red Sox are going to be going from here. Um it was a you know it was kind of a gray area if JD Martinez was going to opt in or out of his contract he has opted in so so what does that mean in turn in terms of what was his do you know what his opt in was yes it was a he opted in for a 3 year uh the last 3 years of his contract okay he's getting paid north of 23 million Ooh. this year um and mm-hmm. he's locked, now you have the leading home run yeah for the next 3 years yeah, for the so uh, offensively that that's big. He's a big, but financially wise, that's there you go. There's your twenty three million on ugh, on your uh, payroll. Um, so now that like now that leaves the question about Mookie. Leaves can the question afford, about they, yeah, all these guys, the guys, right? So they got to make some moves. First of all, I think the big decision for the new GM is: Are we? Going to trade Mookie? Are we going to resign Mookie? Yeah. Or are we gonna just play it by year? In my opinion, we need to find out if he's resigning. We gotta know because the longer each day that passes, the the value on him goes down. True. I and, get what you're saying. And I just feel like it's you're losing out on him every it, it, like. And when he, you're already having cap problems and whatnot, and you need to move some people, and you need right. pitching, you need bullpen. Right. I I just don't know. I don't know what. I, I guess the big question becomes: Does Mookie fill a more critical space than it would be getting rid of him? And really, I'm not saying replacing your entire bullpen, but really fixing that. That's the question. What's the more important part here? And I w- I would say bullpen, especially if you can make a good trade for him, make good something, do something with him of value now. Well. What well, I would soon. trade him for, and I don't yeah. know, each time you wait, the more you wait, I don't know what you get. I would do it for a prospect or two, 
a guy yeah. to replace him in the outfield. Yeah. And a a capable starting pitcher or bullpen guy or starting pitcher in a bullpen. I would do it for like three guys. Yeah. And counting a prospect. And there are some teams that can do that. that and there that. are some teams that will do that. And it, probably a team that will do it is the team that Mookie wants to play for. Mm-hmm. And... Or a team that they just got to be honest and possibly they, they just got to be honest and confront him about it, right? And be so like, hey. it's just it's it's a tricky situation, yeah. But it and I don't want to see Mookie go to be honest with you, but he has become kind of like a not like the face of the Red Sox, but he's become a very you know very important. He's person. a big player. He's you know he's an MVP. He's a yeah. great outfielder, one of the best right fielders we've seen in a long time. It's just. You got to decide: Do you want to risk letting him walk, or do you want to get something for him if he wa- yeah. leaves? And I'm in the opinion: If he's not going to sign a contract before the season, or sign a contract or an extension, I'd I the the reason I say this is a perfect example is with Kyrie Irving and the Celtics. Yeah, you didn't trade him because you thought yep. he was going to resign. You're you didn't soon. have that. You didn't have that confirmed, mm-hmm. but he said he was going to resign, and you let him walk. Yeah. It screwed up you financially. You were pigeonholed because you went over the cap yep. to sign. Either, you either went with this guy or you had to do like backflips around trying yeah. to get people on the roster to fill the spot. He was a cancer. Not saying Mookie's a cancer, but you were stuck in this yeah. money pigeonhole. And it's like, I don't want to see the Red Sox do that. So I, no. I want to either. Sign them or trade them. There's yeah. no in between. We got to figure it out and do one or the other. Yeah. I just don't like teams that wait around on players to make some sort of call or something right. like passively. You know, as a team, especially whoever is the general manager, whoever is responsible for the NSA in this, or the owner, general manager, some teams have their own little thing. Um, you got to talk about it right. and make the call, especially, really, this should have been the call within a few days after the end of the World Series. It should have been, hey, this is top priority because he's taking a lot of our cap. Right, and he he's he's a big player, costing a lot. And to be honest with you, there are a lot of other people that could replace him that are a hell of a lot cheaper, and you would still be most of the same team. Let let me you know. Well, let me say, there's no one that's gonna replace Mookie. Mookie. No, I'm talking about like physically in the spot and do most of it. And um, because their deficiency isn't in outfield. That that's not their (laughs) that's not as much of a problem as why they didn't do well. And he was a big part of the offensively. Well, yeah. Why they were a success. But, you know, he is commanding over $27 million on your payroll, a north, way north, almost just south of 28. Yeah. And he's going to be commanding more money. Yeah. So, but the thing about Mookie Betts, which is interesting, he's always done things the way he wanted to do them. Mm-hmm. Now, he wanted, for example, when he was drafted. Yep. He wanted that ex- he wanted a couple extra million dollar on a signing bonus. Yeah. And the Red Sox were like, "No, we're not going to do it." He said, "Well, if I don't get it, I'm going to go to college or yeah. going to go to back to school or go to whatever yeah. it was." He wasn't going to accept the drafty, which is a cool it's an interesting thing with the MLB draft, which we can kind of do something about that when it gets closer. Yeah. Um and about I think at the last second the Red Sox agreed to give him that extension. Like give him that couple million dollars. Well, oh, he his knew thing. his worth. He knew he could get. The, so he got know. the thing. Then yeah. on his first, like every step of the way in the negotiation process, mm-hmm. he has won. Like he has gotten what he wanted. Yeah. He's at where he is. He's gonna get what he wants. Now, if he wants to sign with the Red Sox, let's get it over with and sign him now. Then you know what you're working with, but at least. So, resign him. Let him get what he wants. Give him what he wants. Sign him, and then we're good. If he wants out, give him what he wants and sign him out now. Don't let him go out and test the free market without getting anything. Yeah, you know that's my that's my opinion. And I I, I love Mookie Betts. I want to have him on my team, but not if it means we're gonna lose out on that value. Yeah, not lose out on the potential World Series. I mean, you know, right. Um. And another, uh, that, so that's pretty much all I got. We got from Mookie Betts. Um, oh yeah. It's either sign him or trade him. One Make of the two. a decision. Do it. Um, the other thing is we got to talk about, and with the money, I would say before we yeah. get into the bullpen, because that's yeah. I, I'm going to kind of talk about this. Mush, yeah. 
uh, different trades that they can make and yeah. like, to free up some different money because they want to free up money in the cap. Big I'd big say big. there's a couple high priority guys they got to get rid of their payroll. All right, who? Number one uh-huh. is Nathan Avaldi. They yeah. need to dump his contract today. They like need yeah. to drop. I've been preaching this since they signed him. I did not want to sign him. He was a postseason hero. He will go down in Red Sox history for the amount of guts he took in that postseason last year. He pitched phenomenally. He won us, helped win us a uh, a not Super Bowl, a World, World Series. Series. Yeah. He, he I, I'm not taking anything away with it, and he was a great guy. But, but, you gave all this money to a guy that had Tommy John surgery twice and has not pitched a full season. Yeah. He had one good fall yeah. and he earned yep. in to be fair, he earned his contract. But I don't if I'm on if I'm a GM, I look at the yeah. whole big picture. I see a guy that has elbow problems, has shoulder problems, who's injury prone. He's not a long term player. You he don't... is made of glass and he yeah. had a great couple months, yes. But you gave all this money, which mm-hmm. is now tighten the tighten your pockets yeah. a little bit, and it's just not worth it. I I don't care what you get for him. I really I'd I'd rather that would have been like the Patriots paying an absurd amount of money for Gronk and him getting injured every year and then being forced to do things. Same thing with this. Well, even the well, at least he... Gronk is the best tight end ever to play football. Well, that that's where I was getting with. Is the point is is this guy worth that money? No, even if he was performing, but with him not performing and also being injured. No. Right. No. Absolutely not. It's it's almost like if they had Jason Veritek, like his last year, Here, if they yeah. won the World Series and he had like batted like 500 in the World Series and hit like seven bombs and they just gave him a huge contract. No. Why? Now, Jason Veritek, give some respect to him. I'm trying to think of another guy. He, he I was, don't know. He was a My great point player, being... Just because he did it once, if he can't replicate that throughout Jason the season, I'm sorry, take that back. I take that back. Jason Veritek, show some respect on his name. No, I don't he, know. He, he was a great player, but that 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 being said, yeah, what you're getting at there is you don't sign someone to a stupid high contract just because they did well for a few games. And there's nothing and wrong, especially when they have a history of problems right when they have history you know where they can't play if they have any sort of health problems like that with injuries you're making such a big risk where you are committed to this dude yeah and all it takes is one slip and i'm not saying to bail out on people that might have minor injuries you know there's some people you can get behind but that guy mm. and this guy missed most of the season with injury yeah with you're wasting money on the toilet problem. you gotta know when who to guessed who guessed he would be hurt <laughs> Oh no! What I said, that? watch. Yeah. He's not gonna play. He's gonna be out by. Uh, uh, I said. I think I said May. I said yeah. by May he's gonna be hurt. He was out by I think around that time or April. He was hurt. Yeah. He has bad elbow. But that's your problem as an uh, as an owner as a GM. You know, you get you have to get make these decisions. Rid of them. You have to be willing to make the cut and say, look, you're not what we need right now. Bye. And that is the problem. This is the. I think this is my overall problem with the Red Sox in general of 2019. Yeah. They. It was, and it goes back to a saying which I didn't really think much of when he said it. But Alex Cora going into the preseason, uh, the, the spring training of this past season, he said, "We're not turning the page. We're just gonna keep going." And I think that's a perfect way they put it. How they yeah. constructed the roster. They didn't. They only. They lost a couple guys. They lost yeah. Ian Kinsler, which was smart. You're not going to pay him the money, and you gave no. him his ring and said thank you, and moved on. That's what they <laughs> should have done. You didn't sign um, Craig Kimbrell. Yeah, big loss for them. He didn't do well this year. It wasn't, no. but they didn't want. They couldn't pay him the money, and they lost Joe Kelly. Yeah. You know, they lost some guys and big guys in the bullpen, but they, for the most part, kept the same team. Mm-hmm. But the problem was their team wasn't good enough. They got hot at the right time. I'm sorry to say I love the Red Sox. They were not roster-wise, I want to say, the best team of 2018. They no. played the best in the fall, and they deserved to win. But, like, they were relying on guys like Brazier, who played in Japan, who is great. He's a great guy. But. But he, they relied on him to be your setup guy because he had a great uh, end of the season. They relied on Evaldi going in and, Pitching, you know, seven, eight innings and like, like coming out of the pen or yep. doing like being your starter, like a valid starter. 
Like, he's injury prone. They relied mm-hmm. on a guy like Steve Pierce out of nowhere, a minor leaguer who had a great day, a great World Series and postseason, gave him all this money and said he's going to be a key contributor to our no. team. No. No. These guys got hot at the right time. And you put all your eggs in the basket of we're going to just keep going and we're going to keep going. Guess what? We're not hot the whole season. No. We, we got hot for fall. And then now, guess what? It's a new season. It's not going to yeah. be like we're just going to go on this roll for a year and a half. No. Like they, it's, it just doesn't make sense. And they got to unload Evaldi. They got to vo- uh, unload Steve Pierce. I, I, I don't think it's time to say let's get rid of David Price or Chris Sale. Chris Sale, you're not going to be able to find anyone. I love Chris Sale, but no. you're not going to find anyone to take his contract. David Price, you may. I don't think it's... I think it's too early. I want to give him another chance. See what he can do for the money that he's getting paid for. And then if not, trade him away. The Bing guys, Evaldi, Pierce, see you later. That's my two cents. Well, you got to be willing to make that call. And you got to be willing to make the tough call. You'd be like, hey, you might like him. You might, whatever. But I'm always skeptical about paying people a lot of money without a lot of data behind them. And without a lot of, you know, especially with something like baseball. You know, they play a lot of games during the season. But if you only get enough data for a few months... You know, that, that's not enough to just turn around and sign him a big contract. Nope. 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 Especially with baseball, too. Some pitchers or some people, they just of, get hot for a little while, and then they're, then they're cold for forever. A lot of the guys you know? that made a difference were out of AAA yeah. at the end of the, during the regular season of 2018, and you just thought they were going to continue it. No. Yeah, I think it's safe to say let's turn a page and let's move on and let's try to figure out how to win again. And figure out how to win for this year, not what yeah. just using leftovers from last year and hoping it works. Trade, and you got it starts yeah. with trading Evaldi, which you know. Thank you for the ring, but yeah. let's especially let's if you hype up on. these guys, be like, hey, this guy helped us win a World Series. You know, you're gonna want to pay money for him, and then you get right. a lot more money out of a guy that really doesn't serve you a whole lot of you know right. service. You you can't be you know guilty about doing that. Yeah. Well, if if you're you know owner or GM of a team, you know you got to make these decisions. It's going to be a tough, tough call for them. Um, but they got to figure out, like we said, the bullpen. Yeah. They got to figure out what they're doing with Mookie. And they got to make get rid of some of these ridiculous contracts that they have. I think that's the big three things that they need yeah, to do absolutely. this offseason. And you're not going to get Garrett Cole. He's going to no. ask for too much money, and you don't have that money. No. You're not going to get Strasburg. You're not going to get Rendon. You're not going to get uh, even Wheeler. You're not going to get, I don't think. No. Unless, I mean, unless they start unloading everyone, yeah, that'd be crazy. That's it, but, but it's not going to happen. And there's not really a lot, nobody's really said anything yet either out of the Red Sox. And the other thing is, you're losing Porcello, which whether yeah. he had a down year this year, but he's so consistently, a, he's so consistent of being a guy that will be out there every fifth day, and yeah. that I find is very, very, very important. You know, when you got Price and Sale who can't pitch probably more than. They miss over a third of the season every year. Like, you know Why what I mean? Why do you have them? It's like, because when they, I mean, to be fair, when they pitch and when they're on, they're on. They're going to get, but. Then the problem is you have to pay enough people and, to cover them when they're not there. And that... Porcello is very average or below average. He had a really, really bad year. Yeah. But he's probably gone. You're not going to sign him again. No. Brock Holt, which is sad. I hope they sign him. He said goodbye to Boston, which is, I oh. almost cried. He has the cutest son ever. <laughs> Why? I, I, like, I, he's I'm a guy. This information, I, I, but... uh, he, follow him on Instagram, Brock Holt. Follow Brock Holt. Shout enough. out to Brock Holt. He has a he, <laughs> Griffin. Griffin, the son Griffin. He's a great, great, great family. They are a great family, yeah. and I hope they resign him. I don't think it's going to happen. I think they could, but I'm still holding out hope. Until Brock Holt says I'm signing somewhere else, I'm holding out hope. Uh, but he is a great, great. I I I'm gonna miss him in Boston if he's gone, um. But you're missing all. You're gonna lose more guys, and it's only gonna continue because you're stuck in this contract, and they got it like salary cap problem. Yeah, and they got to start figuring that out. And I may start with Mookie. No, hundred percent with you. You know, they they got to do it sooner rather than later, please. Yep. But get going. That's about it for M- uh, for MLB stuff. I think. Yeah. Um. We're gonna we got one more segment and it's a fan favorite. It's called the People's Topic. The People 
Bill's Topic. Classic. Classic. One of my favorites. <laughs> All right, so let's get into the uh, People's Topic. What's the question we got today? So this comes from uh, Instagram. I think we've had him before. But uh, Mr. Andrew, uh, AK May 96. Okay. He said, after three weeks, what surprise... Uh, Three weeks in the NBA. What surprises you most so far? So, what is the biggest surprise of the NBA season? I think so for a oh yeah, the uh, the Golden State Warriors just completely crumbling, all yeah. the injuries and everything. They're That's, just it's sad. I, I'm, I'm, I know well, a lot of people don't feel bad because they've been dominating for the last like four or five years, but still, it's That's sad. Still, it's not fun to watch. They had they've had no one Even in their starting lineup. Yeah, no one in their starting lineup from last year is in their starting lineup this year. Steph Which, has a broken hand. Like that, that's something gone. rare that happens in the NBA. Just saying, that's, it is. That's... Clay's hurt. KD's on another team and hurt. Yeah. Uh, Draymond Green's hurt. Are are how many of them are out like Daniel for Russell's like long term? Clay's out for probably the season, if not Oof. almost the entire season. Uh, Curry broke his hand, so Ooh. he's going to be out for at least a month, a few months, a depending months. on how you yeah, break depending, your hand. Depending, but... depending on depending on it. Um. Man, that's. I'm trying to. Th- I think. Uh, don't know about Draymond and uh, D'Angelo Russell, but I don't think they're too serious. But still, it's it's but like they're, they, they're not winning. Impact. They weren't winning with Steph and Draymond and well, those guys. Yeah, yeah. So it's hard to say. They won the other night, but yeah, that's that's definitely. We both had them in our power ranking, so yeah. Well, tough loss. Now, my surprise, biggest surprise yeah, it, of got? this season, is. Drum roll, please. Is how well the Miami Heat have done really? this season. They are first in the NBA. Yeah, that's yeah. yeah. Uh, they have one loss. They they have. Um, what was their one loss? Um, what was their one? Got me. I don't know. Oh, all right. I just know they they have one loss. One loss. But uh-huh. they have that young. Ki- they have the young kids playing really hard, uh, really well. Um. I can't even say his name. Harrow. Yeah. Tyler. I love him in um in out of Kentucky. He was playing really well last year in March Madness. Um it was really fun and exciting to see him play. And uh the other kid the other young kid who has like he like scored the most points in the first like three games of his career since okay. like KD, Kendrick Nunn. He's like out of nowhere. Uh He's averaging nineteen point five a game. He's like helping Ooh, lead wow. in their team, and that's not even talking about guys like Jimmy Butler, Justice Winslow, yep. Gordon Dragic. Um, they're it's, they're all they're cooking on all cylinders now. Usually, I always say the team that's in first place after the first few weeks is not in first place at the end of the season. No, they fizzle out a little bit. But I do think this is a playoff team. I think they're a very good team. Don't sleep on the Heat. And uh, they're good, well coached. Eric Spolstrom yep. is one of my favorite coaches in the NBA. Uh, he he's a very smart, a smart guy, and they got a nice young core. And it's a team that could be very good for the next few years. Hopefully, they just stay uninjured. You know, that's yeah, the benefit that's of having a, a young thing. core, though. You they got to stay on it. They got to stay off the injured list, and they got a great team. I'm looking at their roster now, and it's like they 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 have you know. I mean, it's three weeks in, so it's hard. It's hard to see Especially stats. with the amount of games that they play. It's, it's yeah. hard to... So, but the kid Nunn is really good. We'll see if that, that handles throughout the season. Yeah. It, that continues. But... Yeah, but I, I, the Heat is my biggest surprise. Thank you, AKMA. Nice. Um, so that's pretty much it. I That's all yeah. we got. Any uh, closing words, James? Uh, thanks. Thank you to the Packers. Appreciate the loss. Yeah. Thank you, Packers. Thank you for the loss, because that helps out me. I Mm. I have one less person in my pool to yeah one one person closer to the big pri- grand prize. Hey, you know what? I'll, uh, if you win Survivor League, that's fine because I'm going to win Fantasy League. That is so. true. That's true. Hey, that's you know. touche. <laughs> and to that black cat that ran across the field, you're not helping the cause hey, of cats. Don't blame the cat. I, I don't blame the cat. It's crazy. Bad luck. Well, it's crazy. Have a great week. Thank you, everyone.